organizers in the world know that it's a constant adding into the funnel. I always like to say you have to keep adding to the funnel, keep getting the word out there. But that wasn't the case with relocations. That's what I found was a big difference. Mm -hmm. I was constantly putting my word out there to get organizing jobs, which were few and far between here in Southern Oregon. But the relocations, there was a need for it. And they kept coming to me. So Without I, even advertising. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 17. Welcome. We're so excited to have you as always, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> love just chit-chatting with you. Yes. And we have some interesting things to talk about because we just got news that the state of Oregon is shutting down again. But before we, before we talk about that, um, we do have an Instagram. You can follow us at the One Crazy Journey podcast. We post motivational support. Yes. Motivational quotes. Because we love supporting people and motivating up. people. Yes. If you need a little pick me up, you can follow us over there and get the latest um, news on the podcast. And then also you can follow us at everything.envy. That's our company. You can keep up with our rebrand and the entire process. So, because we're still going through it. Yes. Believe as it or not. we have been for months, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's a 2020. <laughs> and it's a crazy journey for yes. sure. So, the moving summit's wrapping what well, wrapped up. And it was so it, fun. It was so fun. We got such great feedback from yeah. all the attendees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it ended up like, what, 2,500 people were signed up. So it's, it was super, super fun. And we can consider it a success. Definitely. We've never done anything quite so big. No, and I'm it ready for like two weeks of a nap. So we're happy that we're going to be taking vacation. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's kind of the perfect timing. And I wonder just, for people like us, is it truly a vacation or are we still no, doing a few no, things? No, it isn't. No, that's why I was saying like quotation, like vacation and quotations, because I'm like, we're still going to be doing our podcast, which we love. And we're still going to be doing like videos, Instagram, like it's not really a vacation, nor are we going anywhere, right. especially with the latest news. So yeah, the latest news, which starts we just, Wednesday, we just found out like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, well, because we're recording this a few days early. So we just found out, but it mm -hmm. is closing the we're shutting down again, sort of. Yep. For two weeks, two to four weeks. They say two and weeks. And I'm so bummed that the gym is closing the because gyms are closing. my thing, I get up at 5.30 every morning. I'm at the gym by six. You've been doing good at that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm there for an hour, I'm working out, and then I come back and then start work and, you know, whatever's going on. But I'm kind of bummed. Oh, I'm pissed because I was looking forward to getting back into my routine because I've been a little lagging on the gym lately. Because of the because summit. Because of the summit. Um, and I was really excited to get back into it on our vacation and, you know, my Yeah, so you can routine. have a, yeah. So no, the gyms are closing. The restaurants are closing. You can only do takeout. Mm. And I'm not sure where it is where you live, but we've been, you know, wearing masks, but things have been pretty normal here, but they just completely 
Yeah, because the Got cases it. have been climbing in Oregon, and I think the fear is the hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. And like they, they say were two in weeks. New York. Yeah. But, you know, how that went in March. We two will weeks wait and see. We'll see where we months. are two weeks from now. Well, so that's interesting. But, mm-hmm. you know, what can we do? We, we I feel like we took it. vacation at the right time. Yeah. It won't affect any of our client work or anything. Yeah. And my husband and I were thinking of going to the coast, like renting a, an Airbnb or a house you or something. You can still go to the coast. Well, the you weather's supposed travel. to be really bad. It's supposed oh, to be weather warning. Notice that the day that they announced this, the weather seemed to take a turn. Like it's like cloudy and like raining now. And, and it was windy. beautiful the past like <laughs> couple weeks. It's pretty breezy. It's actually was very windy. And it is Friday the 13th when we're recording this. Ooh, Ooh. great. <laughs> what else is going to happen? No, 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 no. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So that's interesting. And you know, what can we do? We just at this point, it's 2020. You know, you got to stay positive. No matter what happens, you can't let these things get you down. You just have to keep rolling with the punches and yep. stay positive and knowing that what you're doing is what you should be doing. Exactly. So we are excited to continue our talk because you know that we were talking about our relocations business last week and kind of how we, I mean, really added like an extra $10,000 a week into our business mm-hmm. doing relocations. Doing relocations. So we yeah. wanted to kind of explain our process for those of you that may not know what relocations is or you're interested in adding it to your business. We really want to dive into that and also tell some funny stories too that we've come across and just kind of what we've learned. Yeah, because we have learned a lot over the last four plus years. Well, it'll be five next. I mean, it's almost five. It's almost the end of the year. True. So I think technically we're five at June of next year. Okay, five at June. 2021 will be five. Yeah, so four and a half half years right now Mm -hmm. doing relocations. And just a quick rundown of how it all started with me is I started the company in 2016 and I got right into relocations because there was a need for it in the senior relocations Mm -hmm. world. I did it by myself. Um, It was a gal at the Chamber of Commerce office, Linda, love Linda. She said, you know, there was another company that did this. They retired. There's a big need for it. I think you'd be well suited. So I stepped into the world. I didn't really know what I was doing other than I had moved my kids up to college and you know I had my move myself and I had some experience and then being a professional organizer of course helps Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of details involved when you're scheduling a move so I learned a lot of bumps in the road made some mistakes along the way but it was the most lucrative turn of business for you because you were just starting out like you had quit your job yeah. And you, you know, you quit your full-time job. You're like saved a little bit of money. You're like, I'm diving into this business. Mm-hmm. Of course, boy, is it scary, right? Yeah. You don't I, have a, a jobs on the schedule. Right. Like you just and I started. had started the business as an organizing company. Mm-hmm. So looking for organizing. And actually one of my first clients, I worked for a chiropractor before starting my company. I worked there for five years. When I made the step to start the business, I started telling patients that I'm leaving, saying goodbye early. I'm going to be leaving in two weeks. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm starting an organizing business. My first clients came from patients at the office, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. But those organizers in the world know that it's a constant adding into the funnel. I always like to say you have to keep adding to the funnel, keep getting the word out there. But that wasn't the case with relocations. That's what I found was a big difference. Mm-hmm. I was constantly putting my word out there to get organizing jobs, which were few and far between here in Southern Oregon. And, but the relocations, there was a need for it and they kept coming to me. So without I, even advertising without, and I finally did make some brochures for it. Um, but that didn't come for quite some time later, probably, yeah. I don't know, maybe even six months to a year later is when I mm-hmm. finally made a brochure. I had made business cards right away. 
and I was handing those out. And then I made a brochure and the brochure wasn't all that great. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had some help, but I just handed them out and I got so many calls. I started having to turn work away right? because it was just me mm-hmm. trying to manage it all. Yep. Yep. And then that's why I came in and we just kind of dived into it. And then it brings us to here. <laughs> here we are. Fast forward to today. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, our process is the nice as what we were saying last week. The nice thing about the relocations is it's pretty much the same process over mm-hmm. and over and over. Whether you're doing a huge, you know, mansion move or you're doing a tiny one bedroom apartment move, mm-hmm. the process is just, it's the same. It's just, and you that's need what we more like people about it. or there's just more stuff. Yeah. And we've had team members, we've had four people on a team, five, I think even mm-hmm. one time, uh, where we've done these larger moves and we have a whole team of people and we've also done plenty of, it's just the two of us. Right. So it just varies, but you're right. The steps are always the same. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd tell you a little bit about how we do this. Right. So the first thing, I mean, it's really the consultation. Someone calls us again. The nice thing about it is we don't pay for any marketing. We really don't pay for any marketing. Not for advertising for relocations. Now they just come to us. They just come to us in our community now. And then we obviously have our Instagram too, which we get clients from. So it's, it's free. We're not paying Mm -hmm. for any of it, which is nice. We pay for a lot of other stuff. Oh, trust (laughs) us. Yeah. No, but it just comes to us. And so when people call us, I feel like you have like a script that you go through Mm -hmm. and we really keep them 15 minutes. And yes. we are, we've been, we've or taught people sometimes. how to do this before yeah. and they're like, how do you keep it 15 minutes? But we always kind of stick to the same script, mm-hmm. which I think helped because yeah. you're just getting the basic information and you're basically going to hear all that information again in the consultation. Yeah. So I keep it really short. I just get to the basics, like what their needs are, what are, where are they going to and or from and to mm-hmm. and their current situation versus their new situation, you know, the house size versus the new house size. So we can determine if we need to do any downsizing and basically just get that pertinent information first. And then all of the other stuff comes during the consultation. Right. So we like to keep our consultations there one hour. Mm-hmm. We, we rarely go over. Um, yeah, we don't like to go rare. over because yeah. we do charge for our time because it's our time driving over there. And especially if you live in a city where you have traffic or, you know, you have to drive, you might as well charge for that consultation because always, that is your time and that's yeah. your expertise. And I have to admit, it took me a while to realize that, that we needed to charge for the consultations because they were yeah. free for a while. And even when Setson came on board, we were still doing a free consultation. But when you think about what you actually do in one, especially when you're doing relocations, we're talking about what furniture goes, what doesn't go. If there's a floor plan involved, we're doing a furniture design. There's a lot of work that goes into these consultations. You're measuring things. Mm-hmm. So you should be paid for it. Right. And it's your time, just as if you were charging for shopping time or if you're actually doing the move, it's your time. So mm-hmm. we like to do that one hour consultation where, and, the, and I think a really big turning point for us was switching from paper to the iPad. We have an iPad Pro with an Apple Pen and it's a little outdated. Yeah. I think we need to get a new one. I think we might. But it's still, you know, it's, I got it in school and I was like, hey, let's like maybe use this for a consultation. So we created like a 13 page client document form. We have all of our client documents that each have their own folder in our iPad and they all have the same, um, blank form when it's the we same format right and fl- we have our cu- our customer agreement in there mm-hmm. as well and just general information the tops general information we have you know the con our customer agreement we have a spot for our floor plan we have a spot for measurements we have a spot for photos it just breaks down everything so that way whenever 
you know, if we have to look back or if we're not doing the move for a while, we have all of that information organized in there. We and also it's not have, paper. So right. we also have timesheets in there mm-hmm. so that, and if we have to break it up, like if we have more than the two of us on the team or there's just one of us and we have, everybody has their own little space where we put into people's time and extra materials. If we've purchased anything, right. organizing product, extra boxes, paper, whatever it is. Yeah. And we keep track of it all in one folder. And that was a real game changer because I was using this little spiral yeah, notebook. Paper. And, and you were flipping through. I just oh remember, I was like, hey, go, there's got to be a better way to do this. phone number? And you're like, hold on. Flip, 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 flip. And all the you're while like I'm muttering, there's got to like, be a better way to do this. <laughs> right? this is so, that was, so that was huge creating that. And it's just so simple, again, because all of them are the same. So we can use the same client form document for everything. And then it's synced to our phone so that way if we need to, like, I've been doing, you know, furniture layouts, um, from home and I'm like, Hey, I don't have the iPad, but I can look it up on my phone. And the nice thing about that, which we posted a story and it's on our Instagram highlights. If you're curious of our process is it's so much easier to plan out product when you have an iPad pro, because you can draw it directly on the photo. If you take good enough photos of the space, right? You can draw it directly on the photo, so You know exactly where things are going, write the measurements on that spot, because here we've mentioned, we don't have a container store. Mm-hmm. So we often so got have to, to be order exact. product yeah. and we have to be hundred percent exact. So yeah. we don't have returns. Yeah. So if you're interested, we have that up there on our highlights, but the iPad was a game changer. So that's kind of what we really go through in the consultation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we bring it along with us and we, we can design the floor plans right then and there. We can get all the pertinent information for all that's taken, you know, their name, address, phone number, email address, all of it. We, and we record it all in one place mm-hmm. in one file. And then it's so easy to find it later. And that's another thing too, that I think is so valuable when you're doing relocations and why you should charge for your consultation is because we're really designing what their new space is going to look like in that hour. So we recommend that they have a floor plan of their new space wherever they're going. So that way we can measure their furniture, place it in room by room of where that's going. And we can draw it directly on the iPad because we have that. And then we mark if there's anything that we're going to leave behind. If there's something, you know, that we need to donate, whatever we use sticky notes to we always carry everything. sticky notes with us in our bag when we're going to these consultations. Especially if they're moving soon, like oh, yeah. next week. Yeah. We, we're like, well, you're going to be living in a sea of sticky notes for a while. Um, <laughs> but it makes, a, it makes a process for the move day with the movers a lot smoother if you mark everything with sticky notes, especially if they're taking half or they're leaving, mm-hmm. you know, if they're not taking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're taking everything, probably sticky notes aren't necessary, but if they're getting rid of stuff or if they're giving something away to their family and they're leaving it in their house. The sticky notes are key. Yes. And you know what else we find? It's helpful for the person who's moving for our client because if they're trying to make decisions still, they know they've made that decision on something. Maybe it was a mirror hanging on the wall where they've decided they do not want to take it, but they don't want to keep wondering and asking themselves, well, yeah, did I decide so many, to take it or not? So putting a sticky note on there, then they know that that decision There's so been many made. things that they're thinking about too when they're moving. It's stressful for yeah. everybody, no matter mm-hmm. what the age or what their circumstances, it's stressful. So the more that we can do to help alleviate that stress, it really helps a lot. And sticky notes is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So a Sharpie marker and sticky notes, yep. brightly colored. Yep. Yep. And then the, and then we schedule our packing days. So we do all the packing, we do all the coordination. We do all the unpacking. We do all the setup. So it's like a full service of what we provide to our clients. So the next step is really 
packing everything up. Now we provide the moving boxes if we're going to get them back. Now I think that's huge, especially for clients. They don't have to worry about buying boxes or buying paper. And we always discourage them from saving their boxes because what we find is that when someone thinks they're going, when they're planning to move, they start saving all the Amazon boxes and any box that comes their way and their neighbors start saving boxes. But we only use proper moving boxes because they stack well and they pack well. So that's one thing that can be taken off the client's plate too, is when we are using moving boxes and we tell them we're going to bring in all the packing materials please recycle your boxes because it's just another thing that they have to deal with. Yeah. And then it also, it, it saves time for the moving company because we like to, after we're done, we pack everything up. We only use small and medium boxes as well. We stack the small boxes four high and the medium boxes three high because we know that's what the moving company can take out on their dolly. So the moving company Mm -hmm. is not doing any restacking, shifting around. We make sure all that stuff is ready to go. So they're really saving time and money on the moving company because everything is stacked neatly. It's where it's supposed to be. It's organized and they can just take it right out. So it makes the moving company loading up a lot smoother because we do use a moving company. We do. We don't do the heavy lifting. We We do not do the heavy lifting with the moving companies. And and that's something that we'll usually know kind of ahead of time when we've done a consultation. We often know what date someone has set up to move so we can schedule the dates then. But the moving company does all the heavy lifting for us. And I must say they enjoy working with professional organizers Mm -hmm. because we have taken care of all of that. Lamps have been unplugged and the cords are tied up with rubber band and all the boxes are stacked properly. And they're stacked in groups and we label things that are fragile. And the other thing we do is we collect all the artwork off the walls, collect it all together because moving companies will wrap the artwork in moving blankets. And Mm -hmm. so if it's all together in one place, then they're not wasting steps going from room to room to collect. So there's all a the artwork. lot of preparation. Yeah, and we've heard stories from them that are like, yeah, they, you know, they said that they're ready to go. And I'm sure this has happened to them all the time where their clients are like, oh, we're all packed up. You know, we just need you guys to do the lifting. And then they come in and nothing's And packed. all the cabinets are full of That's stuff. That's happened and all to the us too a couple of times. Stuff. I just need you to do one room and we come in, nothing's packed. So I think the moving companies do, yeah, they love working with us. And so we kind of have that little like referral back and forth because they're like, they know that they, when they work with a professional organizer that's doing this, everything's going to be organized and smooth and they don't have to worry about it. And they come to us because we're really the managers of the, the move. You know, we, we handle everything for our client. Our clients don't even have to be there, to be honest, mm-hmm. because we've figured out all the logistics ahead of time in the consultation. So we know what they, you know, what they use on a daily, where they want their furniture, you know, if there's anything special that they really want to have out or if there's something that they hate, but they need to keep, we figure that all out before. Yeah. So really a lot of that work has been done in the consultation. Mm -hmm. So the coordination with the moving companies usually need two weeks ahead of time to schedule minimum. They're usually booked two weeks out. So we also find that it's helpful to have more than one moving company available. Oh, definitely. Especially if you're doing this. Yeah. We have three moving companies that we refer to. 
and we will use them. One of them is in Medford, which is a neighboring town about 45 minutes away, and two of them are local here in Grants Pass. But we will use whatever moving company we need to. We t- we sometimes we'll take one over another because we know that they have the time and then we know they have the manpower. But you need to have more than one moving company. Two is a minimum of well, what yeah, you need. And we're talking about local too. Because when we're traveling or something, we're obviously not going to be using the moving companies that we're doing local. <laughs> yeah, right. So but this it's, is just so it's, local moves. So yeah. if you're starting in your area and you want to uh, add relocations into your business, you will need to find two minimum moving companies because they're not always available. So you need to have backups. And sometimes you get a move sort of last minute where you don't have a lot of time to plan. So it's nice to have. And I think that's a good key point too, is like as the move, you know, the relocation specialists, the move managers, really, it's our job to have resources for everything. So just as it is like a real estate agent, like I feel like they have like their little book of resources where if their client needs something to do with their home, they yeah. should have. You mean like for maintenance or repair? Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. Paint, whatever. Yeah. So we have our book of resources, obviously of moving companies, but estate sale people, you know, painters, yeah, um, ours is places to donate. Yeah. If you need a dumpster rental, mm-hmm. I mean, it, the list goes on. Auctioneer, where, right. a couple of consignment stores in town. Mm-hmm. So we have that list that we can, you know, print off, send digitally, or just give numbers as need be. Mm-hmm. And that's also nice too, especially when clients call and we, they don't need our services. They don't need help moving, but they just need a moving company or they just need an estate sale we are able to give those resources instead of just being like, sorry, can't help you buy. It makes us look good because we're still helping them, even though we're not actually, they don't actually need our services. So we just say like, call us for anything, you know, especially locally, we have those services if you need. And I feel like that's kind of where we're transitioning to, especially as we go to this new part of our business, we'll kind of be the resource people here and we're going to pass along that work. (laughs) More on the educational side. Mm -hmm. But that's really, really important as well. And I think it's just a nice thing to have and it keeps your reputation really high in the community rather Mm -hmm. than just, sorry, that's not what I do, bye, you know? Yeah, I've had people call me looking for moving companies, but some have even called me to ask, where would I get some moving boxes? Yeah. Because they just don't know. And mm-hmm. they wonder, are they for sale on Craigslist? Or they're just trying to figure out how to get a lot of them. So we refer them to Home Depot. That's right. where we go. And packing paper, same thing. You know, we always get our paper at U-Haul because mm-hmm. we feel like it's the best quality for the price and it comes in a box so it's easy to transport. So our tools are something that we've refined as well. And I guess we could launch into the tools that we use too. Well, I mean, there's, I think that's like a whole nother episode, but there is a, there is, we have our tool bags. Yeah. And one thing that I I do want to say that if you're going into this, you're adding this into your business, use an apron. Aprons are key. Yeah. (laughs) The, (laughs) the, um, people that we've coached and taught to do this before, they're like, the apron's ugly. Like, I don't like an apron, but I feel, but then after they're like, I use the apron and And they're like, you're right. That was a game changer. The apron is something that we wear whenever we're doing our jobs and it just has the key essentials. And I sent out an email about this in the summit and people loved it because when you're moving, you misplace things so easily. Even we do it. We when we're do. packing up clients, yeah, like, like we'll where's the phone, where's down. the tape, yeah. where's the, mm-hmm. because there's so many moving components. Because things are changing. When right. you're moving someone, things are moving around. So yeah. nothing is in the same place as it mm-hmm. was five minutes ago. So we have our apron. Um, you can get them off Amazon. You can get the resource link 
um, in the description of this podcast. Yeah, and we have our a- resources list. So if you don't want to go shopping around, you can go right to our resources mm-hmm. list and you can see it there and you can just yep, click it's a it three, it's look It's a simple it. black apron, three mm-hmm. pockets. We keep our scissors in there. We keep a black Sharpie, red Sharpie. Box cutter. Uh, scissors, our- sticky notes. Yeah. And then we also have a carabiner with rubber bands so we can easily tie up lampshade or lampshades lamp cords computer yeah. cords and we'll either, we could if you have a little loop on the apron you can clip it there but we clip it on our belt loop yeah the and then we can bands. put our tape directly on there so we're we have all of our the immediate tools that we need and right i want to there. say something about the tape you know we don't use the big heavy tape dispenser for packing we don't we use the freebie one that comes on that first roll of tape that you buy like it, we get our the tape small. at Home Depot. It doesn't have or a Costco. I actually get the packing tape at Costco now, yeah. but it's it's a red dispenser, and you put the tape in there, and we've reused them. I think we've had only one crack. Yeah, in the four it and a half years, get the ones without a handle because for mm-hmm. one, you can clip it directly on your apron. It's small, and it won't hurt your arm after a while. And they just work better. Mm-hmm. You can you have more control. You have more risk control with those, and it's smaller. Yeah, and it's nicer. So we don't recommend heavy. the big heavy ones with the cutter. And right. The, you so know, yeah, the, the apron is key. For yeah. sure. The apron's key. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our tool bags with every single thing you could ever need. And when you want to be prepared. Yeah. And this is, this was an evolution this over the years of right. adding different things to that tool bag. And we use heavy duty tool bags, by the way. Those are in our resource list as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Heavy duty ones that you would use on a construction site. We have two of them. But in there, we have come up with a list of things that you would not know you need on a move until you need it. So we have it in there. Yeah, and that, so it's everything from picture hangers. and But we also nails, have door stoppers. We have pliers. Bags. We have a drill. Yeah, plastic bags. Different, two different kinds of trash bags. Gloves. Um, Every single kind of nail tools. Mm-hmm. Pliers. Yeah, I mean, the list screwdrivers, goes on. Extra box sort cutters. Yeah. <laughs> extra tape. Small Allen wrench. <laughs> yeah. The list goes on and on. And it's, but again, it's after do, you know, we've done this for so long. So we have that so much experience in it to where now nothing, you know, we're not, we're prepared. We even have, you know, hairspray. You know what you use hairspray for in case you don't know? It takes ink out of things. I've so done it, it before when I'm when I'm boxing something up and my hand slips and I like draw a Sharpie on the wall. Yeah. I've done it multiple times. Have you? Well, and then I get, just get, you know, hairspray. The hairspray. <laughs> no, it, no, but it really but works, it works and it comes yeah. out. And it comes off of desk. So even and, things like that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we've been doing it for so long. So our tool bags are like perfect now, I think. I don't, yeah. We I don't just think we've had to add to. Yeah. We I don't think we've added anything new for a long time. Mm-hmm. But for a while, when I was doing this by myself, like, I had oh, an ongoing nice? list. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice if I had this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the tool bags, the aprons, I mean, those are our key essentials. And then, I mean, let's talk about the coordination a little bit and like what move day looks like. Because that's always crazy a little bit, I feel like. But yeah. for us, because we've done it so many times, yeah. it's super easy. So yeah. we make sure that all the packing is done ahead of time, except for the key spots in the room so the bedroom if they have to stay sleep there we won't pack up their nightstand we won't pack up their bathroom unless they have a huge bathroom and we need to pack yeah ups. like backstock we'll always pack that mm-hmm. up but they're essentials that they need for the morning right basics we, we always say that for somewhere move day. else mm-hmm. yeah so move day we come in early before the moving company we finish packing all of that then once the moving company arrives we give them a tour of kind of what's going on we let them know if there's anything 
you know, super fragile. Um, so that way they can take extra care of it, anything that they might have questions on. And we really like give them a tour of the entire move. Or if there's patio furniture or a barbecue or something. We'll that be they sure won't to, see. Right. We'll be sure to point it out. And we also give ourselves little reminders sometimes. We'll stick a, a sticky note on the window or the slider door or something to help remind us as well. So that we... Right. We use a lot of sticky notes. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing about the moving company too is they don't just load whatever's first. They have their own system too when it comes to loading a truck, especially if it's, you know, they have to drive a long distance and it's a long distance move. And they know what we're doing. So we do not mm-hmm. get in their way at all. We do our best to stay out of their way when they've got their hand carts rolling and they're loading up their carts. We yep. just have done the prep work for them and they know how to load the truck best. Yeah. And then we also have them bring wardrobe boxes, which we highly recommend not taking your clothes off the hangers if you're doing a move, because then you're just going to have to put them back on hangers on the other end. So we have them bring us wardrobe boxes. So we take out the things out of the closet, hang in the wardrobe box, and then they, they take it to the moving truck. And we have found that every single moving company, at least in our area that we've used, they all are happy to provide a wardrobe box Mm -hmm. to loan because they just happen to carry them around. They use them when they're not, you know, when they're doing their own moves and it's so easy to transport the clothes that way. So don't go out and buy them because they're super huge, Mm -hmm. but ask the moving company if they provide. Yeah. I don't even think they'll fit in like my Ford. Oh, I don't think uh, they escape would. that I have. I don't even. The think. biggest box that goes in the back of our cars are medium-sized boxes. Medium-sized boxes only. <laughs> yeah. So we have small and medium, like we said earlier. Yeah. So then we just basically do the last-minute packing. And then we just kind of oversee the move, make sure everything's going on the truck, everything's out when they're done, so that way we're not leaving anything behind. And then we drive over to whatever location, and then we oversee the unload as well because we are like I said, the move manager. So we have the floor plan. We know exactly where all the furniture is going because we've planned that out ahead of time in the consultation. And then we just direct moving company as they bring boxes in. We either have the moving company, depending on the time, if we're, if it's really late, we'll do it ourselves, but we like to have the moving company put the boxes in the room that they're going to, you know, where they're going to go unpacked. Yeah. And that really helps with the unpack time. Um, but sometimes if, the, if there's not a lot of room in there because the furniture's in there and there's not a lot of room, sometimes mm-hmm. we'll have them keep the boxes in another area and we'll just hand carry them in as well. Yeah, we it just unpack. depends on the size of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can I say something about the moving companies too? Make sure that you use a moving company that is state regulated or regulated at some point as they are in your state. They're state governed here in Oregon and I know they are in other states in the United States, but make sure they're licensed, bonded and insured. And that they're well-trained. If you work with a moving company and you see that the guys don't appear to be well-trained, they're flipping boxes over, dropping stacks. That's not dropping a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> dropping stacks. <laughs> um, that's not a good sign. No, and we've definitely had that before. Like we just did a move the other day and there was an, the moving company that we use all the time. We love them, but there was some a new crew member that we had never met before. He seemed like he was in a lot of pain. I think he was going through some health things, mm-hmm. but still, you still got to be careful with the boxes. So yeah, we, we had, had some boxes that were ripped, which yeah. we never have no. ever. That's I think the first time where we've seen the boxes one. actually ripped. It was ripped yeah. from the handles. Again, mm-hmm. those handles—they're not meant for handles. You're not supposed to hold those if they're heavy. They mm-hmm. will rip. Yeah. And movers normally know this. They usually pick them up from the bottom. The they don't bottom. trust the handles. The handles are just for lightweight. And, yep. Yeah. So yeah, we had some boxes that were ripped and just... We had some that were upside down. Yeah. And that's which, definitely something yeah. that you want to pay attention to. And it was 
it was just mainly that crew member. It wasn't the moving company. And he turned out he was having some health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, so it's probably just, they have him day. on leave for, but we've, for right now. But we've let go of moving company before mm-hmm. because they dropped a couch. They shattered they, a lamp. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we've definitely seen it. I feel like we've been pretty lucky as far as breakage goes. We've, we've only really had it twice where we've had breakage. Three times counting that lamp out of the four and oh, a half years. Oh, I forgot about the, yeah. That three, was the three times, times. It was her favorite lamp. Oh, yeah. And uh, luckily she had two of them and she was only bringing one. But still. But they dropped the entire box mm-hmm. and it was shattered. And they left it to us to find, of course, which was nice. Um, so, I mean, we've definitely had to let some moving companies go, you know, and just mm-hmm. don't call them again because there's no. some issues. But, and also, they've mean, got, you've got to work well with them. The moving companies that we have, we all work well together. And the movers work well with each other. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. what you want to see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, after they're done unloading, then it's just pretty much unpack time. And mm-hmm. if you're an organizer listening, you know how that goes. Unpack. We and like to go room by part. room, space yeah. by space. We have product. We make sure to get that ahead of time so we can just directly unpack and organize. So basically, by the time we leave, our client... They're completely moved in. Moved in. Their bed's made. Pictures hung. Bathroom set up. Yep. Toilet paper on the roll. Like every single thing. Yeah. Dish towel hanging on Mm -hmm. the rack and whatever is necessary. When we make it look homey, like we'll put some little extra touches here and there just to make it feel really homey. You know, those hotel touches that you would put on like rolled towels or... Um, I don't know. Incense, just, a candle. No, just kidding. We don't well, go that Well, if far. they have a tea set, for example, we might set something up or we'll set up a coffee station or a tea station. We kind of get Depending a sense of what, what they, they like. Want. Yeah. When you're packing them up, you get, and when you're talking to them, you get a sense of what they like. So we'll add little extra touches just to make them feel extra special. Right. I mean, yeah. And that's pretty much our process. I mean, it's pretty much, obviously there's a lot more details, but it's pretty much the same process regardless of if it's a huge, you know, 10,000 square foot home or one bedroom apartment. It's the same exact process. It's just different. It's just more stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's always a consultation. There's always the, the packing days. There's always the move day. Move day always runs the same. Unpacking. The things that vary are according to size, if it's going to take a little longer to pack or unpack and set up. But it's all And the then same what process. if they need resources or whatever. But yeah, the nice thing is, is it it really is all the same process. And so you get to, once you, you do it, you really get to, you know, you see that system, you see the tools you need, you see everything, and then you can really just get better every single time because it is just the same thing and you learn more and more as you go. So at this point, we could probably do it in our sleep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's what we're going to dive into next week when we talk about how did we even learn this, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. Yeah. And we'll kind of break down a little bit more of that. But Some of the lessons learned. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you some stories. Right. Then we'll, we'll tell you some interesting stories about some experiences, maybe some things that we've seen. Things that we've learned. Things, things we've that we experienced. might have not wanted to see at a client's house. We'll dive into that next week <laughs> for sure. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. 
If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too. 